Yo, strangers, what's going on? It's Faraz here. I hope you're not too mad at us. I know it's been a while. We are still trying to figure out um, a more regular sort of schedule for how we're going to do these podcasts. But in the meanwhile, we do have an episode for you guys today. Um, we're working on a bunch of other content for Alif Theory, including new Ronopono merch, which is dropping very, very soon. We're very excited for that. Um, in the meanwhile, yes, this is a new podcast, uh, kind of like on-the-go street style. Uh, we wanted to do this just because uh, we do like interviewing people. Um, and this was somebody that was really interesting to us. Um, his name is Isaac or Isaac Sakib. Um, he is the founder of uh, Mercy X Mankind. Um, he's a fashion designer and he has an incredible story. We actually um, attended his first ever fashion show that he did during New York Fashion Week in New York. Um, it was on a rooftop. It was amazing. There was tons of people there um, from all over the country. And it was a really special moment for him and for everybody that was there because uh, we all knew sort of how passionate he was about this. And he's very good at what he does. And he's getting bigger and bigger every day. So, um, yeah, tell us what you think about this kind of style if you like it. Um, I'm, we apologize about the noise in the back. We were in a restaurant after everything was done. We were all chilling. We had just eaten food. And then we were that's the only place we really had to do it so bear with us it's a really really um interesting topic and isaac is a super funny guy and um i think you guys will really like it uh in the meanwhile we'll also try out you know doing a little bit of strange exchanges here and there so um really just let us know what you guys think what you like what you don't like and we'll keep at it all right enjoy the episode thanks Podcast. Last minute. In yeah. the corner of a restaurant. Country Grove. <laughs> got a mention. Yeah, you got the Country. mango lusty. You yeah. see it. Yeah, we advertising. We gotta get that advertising. Um, you just got done your first ever like official super legit fashion show. What's going through your head right now? How are you feeling? I'm excited, but I'm also super tired. Like I feel like the last month for me has just been like non-stop, like work, 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 like sleepless nights and losing more hair than I should be losing and just like being scruffy all the time and sweat, you know, like a lot of sweat, man, because it's been humid out. And so like now where it's finally done, I feel like, wow, like I feel like the sense of like accomplishment, but I also feel like, It didn't, like that's the beautiful part because it's like, even though everything that I wanted to happen, like I had this certain set thing in my mind, and it just goes to show you that no matter how much you plan something out, you're never gonna get it down the first time, you know? And we planned this for months, well, months though. Like one month, 30 days. Yeah. So like, when it all came together, it was literally like, okay, like we started off good, and then over the course of like the show, um, things started to go wrong, like quick. You know, it was like the DJ didn't show up on time, and this is happening, this is happening, and it's like... You looked a little worried before. Oh yeah, so you, you can know, tell. Like, yeah. Yeah, like when I came down to see you guys, I was like, whoa, like in my mind, I was like, oh shit, they're already here. Yeah. I was like, this is a problem, they're not supposed to be you here said, right You said 7 o'clock, so we were like, oh, First it's legit. Line, baby. It's fashion week, yeah. it's going down. That was like another worry of mine, because like, 
So starting off when we when we when I, when I like started this Eventbrite page, I was like, okay, maybe I'll get like 50 people to come through, right? Yeah. And like at the end of it, we had 400 people sign up. That's crazy. 400 sold out. Sold out. Yeah. And it could have kept going if I hadn't stopped it. And so we actually were only allowed 200 people in the venue. No one knows that. Oh wow. Until now, that is. <laughs> and like the lady who was running the place literally told me like, if you go over 200, you have to pay for every head. Mm. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay. There's gonna be like half the people who are being turned away today. Yeah. And that'll make us look good, you know, because like exclusive. But at the same time, I felt bad because I was like, I want everybody to see this. Yeah, this is like your first, this is your yeah, moment. Yeah, that was You've like, waiting for this. My, this is like, you know. And so, but everyone got in. That's awesome. So, even when you told us initially, when we met in Miami, you were like, yeah, like I would love to put on this fashion show. Um, this is how I wanted to run. And it was still kind of like, Almost like, you know, a what if sort of situation. I don't I don't know if it was completely you were like, I'm gonna let you know. Yeah. I need to get <laughs> some things like, together. Yeah. He's like, I might do it, I think I'm gonna do it. But today, <laughs> like seeing it all together, the people that showed up from all different parts of the country. We had of course Maryland, Florida, um Tennessee. Tennessee. It was a drove from Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee, like one of our first customers drove from Tennessee. Like he sent me a like an Instagram message, yeah. and it was like 12 hours away on my way, G. And I was like, boy, you are like you, yeah. you know. So after seeing that, I mean, and then seeing you finally come out at the end, yeah. and how happy you were and everything, yeah. does that sort of like feel like the moment is happening? Like, are you, yeah. are you? Can you wrap your head around it? Like, is this how you wanted it? I feel I like I, yeah, like I feel like I need days to just think about this because yeah. it happened so fast and I didn't see it happening like as fast as it did. But I remember coming out and I was like, "All right, this is gonna be dope." And then when I came out, it was just so many different colors and faces. That's like the first thing I recognized. There was a lot of people there I didn't expect to be there. Yeah, it was very diverse. Yeah, was and there was a lot of fly people. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone like, was dressed up. Yeah. we were like, "Yo, we underdressed." Yeah. No, you guys are good, man. You guys look great. Like, but when I saw some of those people. I was like, all right, I didn't expect dudes like this and girls like this to show up, you know? Like, dudes with colored hair and like Gucci belts and like, yeah. like dudes who were really fashionable. I was like, okay, I might get a crowd here and there. But to see that and then have them like cheer me on yeah. and clap for me and say like, you know, like, and then after that, they try to get into the room and like, you know, like, you know, congrats and everybody coming up. Yeah. I was like, such a, such an appreciative moment. I feel like I've been working really hard for the past four or five years and not getting the recognition, not that I deserve, but that I want. And sometimes you have to wait until that point, you know? Because it all builds up and then, because sometimes I think in life, like this, we can get deep, but like, sometimes in life things really aren't meant for you at that point, you know? Even though you want it so bad, it's like, it, there's a better place for you to have it. And I feel like this is one of those examples where if I had done a fashion show even yesterday, it wouldn't have been anywhere near the response that I got today. Mm. No, that's true. Even like seeing you come out, I couldn't imagine anybody else more fit for that role <laughs> and the way that you carry yourself. And I think it's iconic because it's Fashion Week. Yeah. And you start your first fashion show <laughs> yeah. during yeah. Fashion Week. That's yeah. like... Yeah, that was something that was... It just, it just, I don't know, man. It just coincidentally like lined up. We had enough pieces. We had the team, you know, like we had. Tell the audience like what kind of pieces you made. Man, that is hard, bro. Like, it's so funny because as a designer, I feel like people expect you to know to answer those questions. Like, I had a girl ask me, "What's the, what's the inspiration behind the collection?" And I literally looked at her, I was like. 
damn, like what should I say? And it's literally like, the only thing I can say about it is like, the chaos and like the struggles in my mind personified into like cloth. You know, it's like, sometimes the way I'm feeling, it's like when a poet is writing poetry, right? They're literally like just putting out their feelings. And I feel like I've made like a good connection into how I feel and throwing that out into clothing and making garments. So, like a lot of our inspiration, Booger? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I felt some like. Is onion. that an onion? You're yeah. really dacey, bro. You got a fried onion from out your hair pipe from like your mom cooking up. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like onions. Um, but yeah, like I feel like now the thing is like as I'm growing and getting smarter and understanding like what I want out of this, I think I'm pulling inspiration from a lot of like. Classic silhouettes, mm. like from the 80s and even from the 70s, like disco era, you know, like who walks around with a cow jack? You know what I mean? Like, so fringes on like, on, on the back of like trucker corduroy jackets. Like I've never seen that person before. And I love to make things that people haven't seen before. Mm. Like I feel like even fashion today, it's so repetitive. It's just like regurgitating, regurgitating. It's all about the money. And right now for me, it's like, I feel like I hope that it never becomes just about the money for me. Yeah, it's the but creative for, process, right? Yeah, for me it's literally about the legend that is gonna be that's mercy. Dope. So that's dope. No, like you definitely have a huge passion for it. That's I think the number one thing to anything. Like you have to care for it. And it sounds like this was your baby that you like have finally like yeah. seen grow up and graduate and whatever. Yeah. But you know, how does like somebody for people that don't know that are listening, like how do you get into this field? How do you throw a fashion show? Like what does it take? Damn. <laughs> Damn, that is something. I mean first off it takes it definitely takes a lot of support. That's what I would say. What do you like, support? I think even like the people you surround yourself with and not only that but your parents and the family that you have like even money wise you know like I'm, I'm always saying that I'm, I've, I've been blessed to be put in a position where I can do something that a lot of people want to do but can't do because of like financial what if, So what if they don't have those things? I think, so in that case, right, like if I'm being like a realist and like, yeah. that's just how I am, like even in business, I'm really straightforward. It's, I don't, at this point, I don't think anything at all is impossible, you know? Like, when I'm taking that train into the city almost every day, an hour in, and I'm walking and I'm carrying two luggage cases, that's a struggle to me. But somebody that's not even in that position, because you have to have a certain amount of money to even do that, you know? But a person that has not even that that level, they probably have to do even more, you know? And I think it literally just comes down to like, how bad you want it, and how much you're willing to sacrifice and put into it. And I feel like, if you have if you have that support system as well, like you have those people around you, and you know sometimes even if you don't have people around you, you know, because I remember now, like I have people around me now that support me and love me. When I was starting out, I had like one, one, two people that were like, "You gotta do this." Yeah. And I had no clue what fashion was, and like, like no idea of even how to make a jacket or shirt, for the matter of fact. So 
Yeah. I think it's really important to to be able to believe in yourself for yeah. sure. And that's so important to say. But it's like you really have to Yeah, you have to sit back and be like, you know what? I can do this and I don't care what anybody thinks and yeah. what anybody else is doing. I mean but like yeah. what is sort of like you don't have to be like super technical but like yeah. how do you put together a fashion show? Oh okay, so yeah. <laughs> a lot of planning, yeah. definitely. And I think Okay, so one, like, if I'm gonna get a little bit technical, sure, yeah. I feel like people are very eager to be like, oh, if I'm gonna do a fast show, it's gonna be $10,000 or $15,000. Or this, like, like you're gonna spend $10,000? Yeah, or, to have, okay. make a fast show happen. Okay. And it's because they've been convinced that anybody that they talk to, like, will tell me, yeah, it'll be $10,000. You know, I had a friend tell me, like, yeah, you're not gonna get this done in less than 10 Gs. And I was like, bro, I like, you know I finesse, you know how I do, I'll make it happen, you know? So, I don't want to put specifics out there, but we made it happen in under 10 Gs. Okay. And so, the first thing to do is a lot of research. You have to consistently research and research and take time and like look through hundreds and hundreds of places. Because at the end of the day, someone is going to give you that price that you're looking for, no matter what, and you'll, and you'll take it. And then, technically speaking, you have to get models, so you have to literally hire models, you have to hire photography, you have to hire rental services for the seats, for the lights, you have to hire the DJ, the audio, you have to hire um, even stylists, like, thank God, like, literally they came to, like, I told them, like, yo, I need you to walk for Mercy, and they were like, I'm there. Wow. That's so how supporters of your brand. Yeah, like I've worked, they're my friends. They were really good. Like I saw, I was like, yeah, the crazy, like, like I think like almost every single one of them, besides maybe one or maybe even two, are legit models. Like they've done fashion. Yeah. How do you decide like what they wear and like what goes on who? And yeah, I think like it literally just comes down to how they look in the clothing. You know, like okay. basic. Like all right, how does this dude look? How does it fit him? Because mm. even though like everyone has like a different body type and a different shape to them, yeah. So you have to do a fitting. We did a fitting. Me and Sicky, guy over there, right there, man. We did eight, nine fittings. Mm. What that is, we so we literally were in our sweatshop garment dish uh, factory in the basement. It's not a sweatshop. Sweatshop. Like, oh yeah, we're in a sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I just mentioned sweatshop. I say sweatshop. Mercy exposed. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> exposed. <laughs> Good clickbait video. But like I say it's a sweat shop because the moment you walk in that garment factory, yeah. you're sweating. Mm. Like there's no getting like away. Hot, no AC. It is hot as shit. There's no, no AC. I think it's dope no like ventilation. seeing you even like through the last month going from like store to store, having like Different people communicate with you to yeah. get like the fabric and the, yeah. the like clothing that you want. Yeah. I think that's like, yeah, it's, it definitely has to be a lot of dedication. Yeah. Um, something you said earlier today after you were having a little emotional moment of yeah. recapping. Yeah. Uh, well, two things that were really beautiful uh, was it both coming from your parents. One was that you, you asked. Uh, or your mom called you. Yeah. What was that conversation? <laughs> I really loved that that you said that. That was amazing. Yeah, my mom called me, man. Like I was, it was so, it was so like. It was After the fashion show was over. Yeah, it was a beautiful moment because I'm like, I'm like getting dabs and hugs from everybody, you know, and I'm like, everyone's like, oh my god, you know. And in my mind, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about my mom, you know. I'm like, I wanted my mom to be there, you know. And it was like she was supposed to be here, but she had to take care of like my sister's kids and this and that and so when she like my sister came she's like you know mama wants to talk to you yeah and i was like damn like this is gonna be hard like, i'm not trying to you know get emotional yeah and so 
when she got on the phone, like she was just like, so did you win? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, and I was just like, at first I was confused. I was like, did I win? Like, did I fight off a horde of zombies and like stop battling a monster? But I know what she meant, you know? Yeah. It's like, did you win? Like, did you win? And I was like, yeah, mom, like I won, you know? And that was like, that was beautiful, like, tears started oh yeah, like, I couldn't hold back, yeah. you know what I mean? Because at that point, it's like, at the end of the day, like, most children just want to make their parents proud yeah. at the end of the day, you know? Like, just want to show your parents that you've done something, especially, like, with my dad and everything, being a doctor. You were telling, like, you know, why you chose to wear oh, yes. this cow jacket. Yeah, so, the funny thing is, so, this jacket, like, usually when a designer comes out, um, after their fashion show, they'll come out with like a new piece or they might come out with something super simple, you know? What do you mean come out like to show everybody that's there? Yeah, like that last, that like last, the finale, the finale when the attire comes out, they usually be wearing something either comfortable or something really nice to show people like, oh, this is like part of a new collection or something that's coming out. Um, but I remember like I was getting dressed today and like the first, like the last thing on my mind was, yo, I gotta light up my beard and get dressed. Like I was handling so many other things. Yeah. So in the 30 minutes I had to decide like, okay, what do I wear? Um, I was like calling people, I was like, hey, like what, do I, what should I wear? And somebody told me you should wear all black. Someone told me like wear what's comfortable. And I remember saying, you know what, I know exactly what to wear. So this jacket is like three or four years old now. This is the first jacket we ever made under Mercy. And so I remember that when I first made it, I showed people, you know, because you want to show your work, you want to like get, you know, like people what do excited. You think? Like, yeah. And this, when I made this, I was like, this is this is so beautiful. And everyone that I showed, or mostly everyone that I showed, was like, I, I don't know, this is kind of loud. Like I don't know how people are supposed to wear that. And I remember like going to my dad at this point. He had just come back from work, and he's like the brownest dude, you know. Like he's on the couch, like legs crossed, like eating like oily food and sweating like bald and just you know, you know, like beard. You know? Like you can imagine like the pack, the packiest of packy dudes, you know. And this is a this is a dude that is not into fashion. Yeah. He, he's not. I mean, he was a fashion guy, but he's not into fashion. And so I remember showing him this jacket, like holding it up, like when you're like a five-year-old, like coming to your parents and being like, yeah. like, look, dad, I made this macaroni thing. Or a drawing. Or <laughs> yeah, like a drawing. Like a crappy drawing. Yeah. But and you I think it's great. Yeah, exactly. And I remember like holding it, and he was like, that's the one. Like, that's the one that's going to make you who you are. Like, that's the one. And I remember like walking away just from like that point where he was at into the living room and saying like, wow, like my dad is, is literally like an OG. Like he literally told me the cow jacket, the pony ear printed cow jacket with a silk lining is the one that's gonna make it. And that's what you wore today. And that's what I wore. Cause I was like, you know what, dad, like he doesn't even know anything. Like he'll probably, I'll talk to him about this later, but like that feeling of just my dad telling me that is like, yo, I had to wear it. Like, there's no other job. Yeah. And I think before we wrap up here, I think you have to, well, I know you've said the story a few times, but yeah. you gotta tell us the story of the cow jacket one more time. Of how, cow you, jacket. Of how you got this on the young thug. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, I'll start from the beginning. I'll give you the whole thing. Okay, sure. Okay, so basically what happened was, I was in, um, I was at home, and all 
of my family was like planning on a box stuff. So I'm talking about cousins, aunts, uncles, mom, dad, like the whole shipping, you know what I mean? And that the was like Andan is going to Pakistan. Andanjara, like everybody, you know? Nobody saying that was the first time that happened. Everyone would go once in a while, but that was the first time literally everybody went. And so I'm excited, I'm like, yo, box down, everybody's gonna be dope. And I remember like getting this invite only thing to this trade show that I wanted to go to, excuse me. And I was like, damn, and it was the day, like two days before they were going. And I was like, dad, like I have to go. Like I have to miss this because like this is something I've been waiting for, for so long. And I finally got the invite, I have to go, and it was in Las Vegas. So he's like, yo, you gotta do it, you know, like like you gotta do what you gotta do. And I remember taking that flight out alone. And that was the first time I think, or the second time that I flew alone. And I went to Vegas of all places, you know, like that's like a weird place to be. Like Nevada is so weird. And so I ended up staying in like this $60 Airbnb because I was trying to save money. And I'm in this grandma's house and like the light's not working, the bed sheets are dirty, you know, and I'm just like, yo, I just gotta make this happen. I remember the first day of the show, I'm there and I have like, I set up the, the booth so beautifully, you know, it was dope, it was nice, it was like better than any other booth there. And I remember they placed me next to like a trendy sock booth. And literally right away, I was like, oh shit, like I went to the wrong show. You know, like I'm not supposed to be here. And so I like, like socks? Cheap socks. Okay. And so what kind of trade show was it? Just like garments and Yeah, stuff? it was like mostly garments and accessories. Oh, okay. But it was more like low to mid-tier pricing. Oh. So I'm wholesaling jackets at like 120 a piece while they're wholesaling t-shirts and jackets at like 20, 30. So anybody, I had people come to the booth. So nobody's gonna, you're gonna nobody. be preparing for no reason. Yeah. Okay. Like people would literally look at the booth and be like, nah, it's too expensive. Yeah. They would see the couch and be like, nah, that's too expensive. I can't afford that, you know? Yeah. And so I remember that. So I'm really bummed and like the second day I'm there because it was a three-day show I get like this DM from like this random dude on Instagram and it's like hey how are you and I'm like okay like <laughs> That's weird. He's sliding in. Yeah, he's sliding in the DMs. Like, I never get that. And so, I reply like, yo, how can I help you? And he's like, oh, I want to get like a piece for my client. And I'm like, oh, well, who's your client? He's like, Young Thug. And I was like, whoa. I was like, well, like, Were you like, are you kidding? Yeah, like, at first I was like, yeah, boy, like, that's, that's a joke. <laughs> and so I go to this guy's page, and dude has like 400 followers, so I'm like, all right, another scam. I'm like, you know what, let me look through it, because he kind of looked like Young Thug, so I was like, oh, maybe it's his family. So I go through it and like there's one picture like 14 weeks old where it's like him and Young Thug and he's like giving a piece of Young Thug. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this might be legit. So I'm like, so what piece do you want? And he's like, oh, we want the cow jacket and this other piece and this other piece. And that was even surprising because a lot of people don't know that six months prior when me and my like intern at that moment had made this jacket, we were looking at each other and we were like, this is the jacket of Young Thug's in the rock. You know, like this is the one. Like we know it already. Yeah. And so to have him say that, I was like, yeah, I do that. Of course. I knew that. Of course you wanted that. Because I made it for him. You feel right. me? And so basically I'm like, alright, what do you need? He's like, oh, we need it two days. And I'm like, I'm in Vegas. And I'm like, what size do you need? He's like, we need a small. And so I had a medium in Vegas. And so I'm thinking, okay, where's the small? And the small is at my house, in my studio, in my basement. And I'm in New York. Which is in New York. And there's nobody in New York at that moment. Families in Pakistan. Families in Pakistan. And so now I'm like, oh yeah, I can make it happen. You know, because it's young stuff. I'm like, of course I'll make it happen, no matter what. And so immediately after I got the confirmation, I'm calling friends and family left and right. Yo, can you do this for me? Like, this is going to be huge. Like, I 
have to do this. Everyone's like, oh, I'm at work, or like, I have work, or like, I have things to do, or this and that. And I was like, damn, like, okay, like, you know, and then like, the one last person I called was like, my boy who had just kind of like reconnected with two weeks prior, like my gym trainer. He's like this big, packy dude with a big beard, bald head. Like he's like this wallet dude, right? Yeah, and so I'm like, bro, get on the phone. I'm like, yo, I need you to break into my house, grab this piece for Young Up, and ship it out. And he's like, bet. Hey, Young Up. And I'm like, say less. Yeah, say less. And so I'm like, Okay, like all right, I'm gonna, I called him back because I'm like, I don't think you understand what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, all right, tell me what you need. So I'm like, all right, cool. So the next, the morning of the next day, it's 12 noon, and he's FaceTiming me. And I'm at the show. And he's like, all right, I'm at the, I'm at the, I'm at your house. And I was like, he's like, how do I get in? And I was like, bro, just break the window. Like at that moment. Yeah. And so he's like, what do you mean break the window? And there's like neighbors outside. <laughs> I'm like break the window like we need to get this jacket so you got this big giant like brawly packing and he breaks the window and goes inside goes into the basement and on FaceTime this is a dude that is like in medicine he's <laughs> tagging the jacket up and I'm like alright bro ship it overnight and he ships it overnight and so I'm like praying to God and you know Allah I'm like I've tried my best at this point. Yeah. Like you got a big dude freaking into your house. Yeah, like, like big dude like cops, you, you know. <laughs> and so I'm like like this is the only thing I can do, so let's just I'm praying that this is not a scam. So Friday comes the day of the photo shoot and I'm sitting and I'm texting this stylist and I'm like, yo, like did anything happen? I'm not getting response. And I'm like, oh shit, like I might have messed up. And these yeah. the jacket's made in New York, so it's not like a cheap jacket to make. Right. And so I lost a lot of money and I'm like Okay, I'm texting, I'm texting, and like five hours later, dude responds, and he's like, he responds with a picture of Young Thug wearing a jacket. Uh, and I was like, oh shit. I was like, whoa, this is this is huge. It's like, I'm shaking, you know, like I'm phoning out. The first thing that I called my boy, who I just, I was like, bro, you're not gonna believe who just wore a jacket. He's like, I'm like, Young Thug. He's like, nah. Like, no way, right? Like, no way, fucking like, young yeah. dog warriors. Yeah. And I was like, alright, I'm gonna send you a pic. I sent him a pic, he called me back, he's like, bro, what the hell? This is bro, we about to blow up, this and that. And so I'm like, hell yeah, son, and this and that. And so Young Doug ends up doing like a whole series with like our jacket and posted on the gram and everything. Yeah. We didn't get tagged, but like the funniest thing was I went through the comments and it's like people saying, Moo, you know, and they're like, haha, cow and shit. And there's a lot of people like, yo, that's a dope jacket. Yeah. And so, yeah, like from that point on, like that legitimized us as a company. Yeah. You know, because people were wondering like, yo, why is your stuff so expensive? We don't yeah. know who you are. Why is it at that point the cow jacket was going for like four ninety five? And they were like, Who are you? Like we don't know right. And then it was like, Oh now you know us. Like now you know who we are, you know? And from that point, stylists and NBA players and this and that, they started hitting us up and saying, like, yo, we want this and this and this. And it was just like a constant growth and just figuring things out. I think that's a perfect example of like you manifesting your dream. Yeah. You said that this jacket is yeah. gonna be something for Young Thug, and, and that's what happened. That's yeah. Dope. And your dad saying that like. Yeah. My dad, man. My dad. Circles around. Yeah. Um, what do you want to leave us with after everything that happened today, and yeah. for anybody that has sort of this, I would say outrageous dream yeah because it can be like even what you did today like people would dream i mean you dreamed of this day yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yes. that was crazy and, and what can you what can you leave us with on that aspect and, and what's next for you man 
I, I hate saying this because it's so cliche, yeah. but like, literally just like believe in yourself. You know, it's so cliche, and I know that it sounds like, yeah, it's like, yeah, believe in yourself, but you don't know what I'm going through. And it's true, I don't know like what people are going through, but it's like, if you just believe in yourself enough to do something that you want, don't be scared of failure. Yeah. Like I always tell people, like I make like a thousand mistakes a day. You know, even today, like I'll cut, fat. like the other day, like I cut through one of my jackets by accident. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's like an amateur thing to do, and I accidentally did that. Yeah. And so, don't be afraid to fail. That's the first thing, like, don't ever give up. Like if you, if you put your mind to something, and you know that you can do it and you want it enough, don't let anybody discourage you, you know? And just have tunnel vision. I feel like in the days of social media, we're constantly looking at other people and their successes, and that that actually demotivates us more than it motivates us. Because you might follow one or two people who motivate you, but the rest, you're like, oh, I can't do that, like they're too big. And if you just literally put your head down and look into the thing that you want to do and really learn about it, and not just like tell people about it and this and that, and keep yourself on the low and be humble, you know? And just do what you really love and make what you want and you'll get there eventually. Like I remember Kanye said this and like I used to be a big Kanye fan before like the big controversy. Yeah. But he literally said, and I always have this in the back of mind, he's like, um, just like, damn, what'd he say? I forgot. Damn, I'm so like tired right now. But he was like, I think it was something along the lines of like just like keep working, just keep making it, and the right people will eventually notice it. You know, like even you guys, like I was watching you guys on Instagram, be like, yo, like that's fire, man. I can't, I want to meet these guys. And we pop in Miami, I'm like, yo, these guys are here. And then I think what's next for me is that we're in talks with like a couple of stores, and we're like in the process of building a team for once. Because at this point, it's literally been me handling every aspect of the brand and so now it's like I have people who like legitimately believe in this vision and are willing to be like yo I'm willing to quit my job to help you out because awesome. I, I believe in it That's awesome. you know like I'm willing to leave my $80,000, $90,000 job to come for you and make this happen That's dope. and so to see that so I feel like what's next for us is stores I hope inshallah like God willing building your own stores or uh, going at least getting into stores, stores. yeah like Getting into a few stores at least and just working and building and just creating hot shit, man. That's like amazing. That's awesome. Yo, man. I told you uh, then, I'll say it again. Yeah. What happened today was, you know, you asked us that day we met you. It was such good energy yeah. to come out and support. And, you know, it's easy to support each other, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. But today was a celebration yeah. of what you did. It was a win for us all, and honestly, like, please keep at it because it's it's so motivating, so inspirational, and and bless you for everything that you do. Good luck in the future. People like you, man. If I have people like you, I'm not gonna ever lose my No, man. You know, it's awesome. like. And um, <laughs> so, at the end of every podcast, we ask one last question. Shami will ask that question. If you could describe yourself in any flavor, <laughs> what flavor would it be, and why? Damn. I told you this flavor, but I don't remember it anymore. I think it was like vanilla, you know? I think it was vanilla with chocolate chips maybe. Why? Um, I think because vanilla is classic, you know? It's like it's it never gets old. It's like so original, it's not like fancy. It's like humble, it's just vanilla, it's just there. It's like it's been there for centuries probably. And so 
I feel like I'm the same, like in my in the same way, I'm just a plain dude and I'm trying to get some sprinkles on <laughs> I don't know man, or like if there's chocolate chips involved, I'm like a plain dude with just a little bit of like with a little bit of an edge. You know, just the right amount of edge. And you could throw on sprinkles and you could throw like I'm 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 dressable. I look good in the suit, I feel I look good in like I'm a, I'm in a cow jacket. You feel me? Like I, I feel yeah. like I could dress in any you outfit. Know, I, I feel, feel like good. you just described how the cow jacket was made. The yeah. vanilla with the oh. chocolate chips. It all makes sense. It's all symbolic. You heard it here first. Uh, and his dad chose it. My God. Strange flavors there. Strange flavors. Thank you again. Yeah. This was awesome. Of course. And good luck with everything. Thank you, bro. It's Miami or something. It's been another week. Another flavor. A little less strange. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Still ain't slept and never been a waker They say you make it look like cake when you the baker I wasn't born of money so I spent the time instead Cause Donald used to duck and look at the shit Donald did I never crashed a thing but I paid for some damage though Educated, qualified to say I'm Cambridge Pope Yeah, all praise to God, head down on the soil Every day's a gift, you got me spoiled <laughs> Full of loaded blessings, makeup when it's pouring, it's a carol full of bloated guests impressing on my chest and I've been stressing with the test. Now I'm here with the team, with the olive, make the scene, make it live. So one day you will see us on the screen. Press and play, you repeat, and you know it's unique. I ain't clever, see me out. You've been pulling on the lever, you ain't never see you win, and I'm pulling on the trigger, yeah. Every day to get you done, spoiled.